Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the You Like That podcast. Join with me. My name is Adam. I'm one half of You Like That podcast. Uh, my name's Jack. I'm the other half of the You Like That podcast. Your run up to the clap always amuses me. It's the greatest thing ever. <laughs> um, guys, welcome to the penultimate episode of the podcast. This is essentially, you know this is essentially Jack's final main show movie review. Yeah, it's my last real one, quote unquote. Yeah, this is episode 99. Obviously, episode 100 is going to be a live stream finale. Yeah. Uh, and goodbye for Jack. But this will be the last time you see us together on this couch reviewing a movie in the cinemas. A movie, a new movie. A new movie. A new movie before the world shuts down again. So before the world shuts down again. <laughs> We've we'll timed this well. Yeah, exactly right. And it's, uh, it'll make solo episodes a lot, a hell of a lot easier if I have to. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. Uh, yeah, so this will be an emotional one by the end of it. But uh, hopefully you'll join us for the live streams 100th episode where we can say goodbye properly and live with all of you guys together. Whenever we can do it. Yeah, which we, we will work we out that don't date. Know. We'll have a date for you. One <laughs> work day. out that day this week. It will be at some point during uh, the course of seven days. Eventually, yeah. One of the days. Uh, but this week, for your final uh, movie to, to, to talk about, we're looking at The King's Man. We are indeed. This week. A um, little bit of news to kick us off, and we'll finish off with some lovely questions from our main girls by the end of it. Beautiful. So, let's jump to the news for the week. So, recently, it actually happened last week, but I forgot about it. Um, a new Uncharted trailer came out. Yes. It I was more... did not watch it. <laughs> I'm not surprised. I missed it. It was, uh, <laughs> it was more action-based. Action okay. Um, it showed a lot more of the action scenarios. It Basically, it was the trailer where you go, why didn't they show me that to begin with? Oh, okay. Right. And you go, that looked better than what the original one was. And you go, yeah. just... Fuck your marketing because you throw people off with the first one and they go, "What is this shit?" Yeah, and then they have to bring it back and show so much more. And yeah, exactly. Yeah. It showed a lot. Um, again, all the scenes that we're sort of knowing that were leading up from you know four games worth of, of story happening in this movie. Yeah, everyone still hates everything about it. I still am <laughs> lapping it up like a fucking chum because I can look past certain things. I think it will be a very fun action movie. It is going to be fun because from be the, a lot of fun. the action scenes that they showcased, you can tell that Tom Holland has done three Spider-Man movies. Yeah, right. Simply by the, the moves that he's doing. Yeah. Uh, they are very Nathan Drake-esque, so don't get that wrong. Cool. It looks like Drake. Uh, not, not looks, but the action looks <laughs> like Drake. Um, and they also released recently more this week the uh, well, a, a portion of the airplane scene. Uh, okay. The Uncharted 3 Yep. Famous falling out the plane, uh, which looked really cool. And I'm still hopeful for that movie. So I think it'll be fine. It's just going to be... It's just the disconnect from the, the gamers that love the yeah. franchise to someone just getting an action. And they showed movie. Mark Wahlberg with a moustache. They showed Mark Wahlberg <laughs> with the moustache. And I think... I don't think it'll be an ending part of the movie. I think we'll get that maybe closer to the end. Yeah. But there'll be enough of it. You'll have it for a bit. Yeah. People don't always have mustaches. <laughs> Granted, I've had a beard most of this time. I haven't always had it. All right? You grow up. True. You grow up and then you grow it. If you can. <laughs> if you can. <laughs> uh, we also got a Jackass Forever promo video showcasing all the new kids that are hitting the uh, uh, the firing line now. I swear I've been on the internet this week. How Have I you missed everything? everything? I even messaged you the other day and I was like, is Jackass still coming out? Yeah, it was only a couple days after that. Okay. And I thought, loving Jackass, you would have seen it like, straight away. <laughs> no. I watched the Jeff Tremaine oh. episode of Steve-O's podcast. Yeah. It was very interesting, but yeah. they mostly talked about Wild Boys. 
That's they great. Didn't really talk about Jackass that much. Wild Boys is amazing. <laughs> but uh, yeah, anyway. Yeah, so they I'm showcase all the uh, they showcase all the new talent, obviously that are coming into this. It's sort of like a passing the baton. Feel yeah, to absolutely. It. Um, a whole bunch of uh, young and reckless um, men and women coming into this now to do the dumb, stupid shit. Yep. Whether or not that leads to anything further down the line, I hope not. And if it does, I hope it takes its own form of something different. It'll be Jackass presents. Whatever, yeah. I reckon. Yeah, more than likely. It, it'd be a sin to just call it Jackass if yeah. none of them are in it. Without a doubt. But yeah, it was cool. It showed a lot of the stunts that they're doing. A lot of them just look standard Jackass <laughs> in tradition of. I'm excited. Uh, but it's going it's to be a good little send-off for them on that <laughs> one as well. Um, now, Morbius. Oh, no. Morbius oh, no. has been delayed. More like Lesbius. I know. Uh, it's been delayed until April 1st this year. Uh, they're claiming that this is because No Way Home is still on a massive box office roll. Yeah. And it's not slowing down. So they don't want to jeopardize it and get a handful of people <laughs> taken away from it's that a fucking piece small of the hand. pie. <laughs> and going, oh, we want to watch Spider-Man for the 17th time. We'll go see Morbius now. The so, only reason people would see Morbius is to see if Andrew Garfield or... And that's where a lot of people have gone. They're delaying it? Sweet. Get Andrew Garfield on the phone right fucking now and get him in the movie. It's not how it works. It's not how that works. Uh, remember, it's Hollywood and money is money. And we're coming from the COVID state where nothing made more than $3. Yeah, and it's... Like- there's so much more than just putting in two actors in front of a camera. Like yeah. you have to hire. Here's staff. the here's the number for you. You can't just shoot a scene. Yeah, and and if you don't believe that the money is the main reason, this is the this is the accurate number of what No Way Home did for the U.S. box office in the entirety of 2021. No Way Home's U.S. box office revenue accounts for 12 percent of the U.S.'s total. Yeah. Box office revenue for the whole of 2021. And it came out on December 17th. It's exactly insane. It's the insane. end of the year. The numbers it's pulling. And it is counting more for an, a tenth. Yeah. And it's not even out in China. No. Which no. is a big market. Yeah. And it's already made $1.4 billion. Dollars. That's a big movie. It's 12%. You know how many movies come out in a year? Morbius is going to make $3 in comparison. And I will be spending all those $3. I'll see it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. So, yeah, that's why, yeah, that's why it, Morbius is delayed. It is very funny to be like, oh, people won't see Spider-Man because they're Morbius. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's, it's crazy to think that they sat in a boardroom and went, oh, guys, I don't know, Morbius, it's not far yeah. away, but... I understand it the other way around. I understand nobody's going to see Morbius because yeah. people are still seeing Spider-Man. Yeah. And that's fine. That's a perfectly valid reason. But don't pretend that yeah. <laughs> people are missing out on Spider-Man. No, Come no, on. Exactly right. Come on, guys. Um, and your last little bit in the... In the in, <clears throat> speaking of No Way Home still, because even though the movie's been out and we've seen it so many times, it's still in the news. Um, we finally be getting a bit of interviewee stuff from Garfield uh, about all of it now because I know he doesn't have to go, no, I'm not in it. I'm not in it. He's ah. allowed to talk about it. Now he's allowed to say... Uh, yeah, he improvised his I love you line. Yeah. Uh, he just he straight up just said, that was me just loving them <laughs> all together. And you go, that makes so much sense. And we, you knew that straight away. Yeah. Yeah, they clearly had a lot of fun on set. There are moments when all three of them are together, you go, like, none of this is scripted. Like, they're going, <laughs> you're all Spider-Man. Just fucking just make it have happen. Have fun with it. So they did. And that's what he did. Yeah. Uh, then it also came out that Garfield and, and Maguire also snuck into a screening of No Way Home together. Yeah. Uh, very... Uh, standard bystander 
looking clothes and just going in to watch it together. Because why fucking not? They wanted to see who got the biggest cheer. Surprisingly, in I both, think Andrew would be very unfo- surprised yeah. with his... Uh, Unfortunately, in both of my sessions, it was Andrew, but yeah. not with my little heart. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. If they were in my one... But hey, that shows you me. the three decades worth of Spider-Man that we've had, so... You take it as it is. Yep. Uh, Garfield also expressed his interest in future returning of the role. Yeah, of course. Why he did wouldn't you? say, uh, if something is right and it feels like it should happen, then 100% I'll suit up again. That means the script is actually legible and yeah. <laughs> makes sense. But yeah, exactly. of course, I'd fucking love to see a yeah. Garfield Spider-Man. 100%. Another Garfield-led Spider-Man. And I think after all the reception from that way home, that sort of cements him to go, they do love me. People want him. They do love me. People love and People want, want him. the Garfield and I'm yeah, all for it. We will say it a thousand times. He was <coughs> spectacularly good as Spider-Man. He was just in bad movies. It happens sometimes. Yep. Can't but think of any other Recently, examples, he's killing it really well. Yeah, fucking hell. If you haven't seen Hacksaw Ridge, see Hacksaw Ridge. And that'll change your mind on Andrew Garfield completely. He's very good in Tick, Tick, Boom, but I hated Tick, Tick, Boom because I don't like musicals. But yeah. he is very good in it, and yeah. he does all the singing. So. Exactly. Yeah, it's a that's real great. Garfield heyday at the moment. That's it. All right, that's the news for the week. That's that's your last bit of news that you have to fucking chime into. So that's fitting Jack's that last end, news. Fitting that we ended that on Spider Man. Exactly right. So fucking hell, if I don't if I don't read news when I'm on a podcast where there's news, yeah. I'm not. I'm gonna miss everything without yeah. this show. So I can. You, you have to come back. News will still be here. Thank God. In the new season, otherwise so I won't know. Anything. News is still happening. It's not going anywhere. <laughs> I won't know anything without it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. Let's jump into the main review for the week. Let's talk about the King's Man. Uh, all right. The King's Man released 2022. I wrote 2021 because I didn't realize we're in a new fucking year. But this was directed and written by Matthew Vaughn, who did the two original Kingsman movies. He wrote and directed Kick-Ass, Kick-Ass. and X-Men First Class. Before we before we jump in, I'm probably going to call him Matt Reeves a lot. That, oh, that's fine. I'll, I'll pull you up on it. Yeah. Because he, he, he's Vaughan. in the news as well with the Batman. I know. So. <laughs> I know. Uh, but yes. Matthew Vaughn. I gotta- so he's coming through to do all that again. Uh, runtime, 138 minutes. <clears throat> uh, the budget, not known. Couldn't find a budget for this one here. If Feels I'm going big. off, If I'm going off the Kingsman budget, it's around the $100, $120 million mark. It'd probably be around there, yeah. It's not uh, stupid money, but it's enough British money. Didn't need stupid money. No. Uh, box office rate of 53.6 million. It's not massive, but when you're going up against Spider-Man, what do you expect? It's taking all the money. When was uh, it supposed to come out? I'll, I'll get okay. to that very soon. Um, Rotten Tomatoes score is 42% in the critics. Oh, wow. But 80% in the audience. Wow. Okay. Uh, it's the same as The Kingsman. The first Kingsman was rated highly through the critics, same with the audience. The second one slumped to about the 50% mark. People don't like the second one. I love the second one. I have not seen it. It's it's nearly the same as the first one. <laughs> Just a new villain. Yeah, and, right. Uh, different, of course, but it's its own story. Yep. It's, it's, oh, I'll get into Matthew Vaughan soon. Um, <laughs> yeah, so 80% audience. Audience still love this in, in, in terms of this. Uh, the cast, we have Ralph Fiennes. Fiennes? Fiennes. People say Ray Fiennes. Ray Fiennes? But I'm going to say Ray Fiennes because that's how I've heard it, but I have no idea how to... It's spelt Ralph. Voldemort. Yeah, it's Voldemort. It's Voldemort with the Voldemort nose. and the guy from James Bond. Yep. Uh, he's, uh, he's playing Orlando Oxford. Uh, you got Gemma Arterton as Polly. Reese Ethens as Rasputin. 
Matthew Good as the Shepherd, Tom Hollander as all three, King George, Kaiser Wilhelm, and Tazar Nicholas. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got Harris Dickinson as Conrad Oxford, Daniel Brühl as Eric Jan Hennusen, uh, Jim and Hensu as Ashola, Charles Dance as Herbert Kitchener, Aaron Taylor Johnson appears as Archie Reed. Uh, yes, and in terms of the release, originally released, supposed to be released late 2019. Far out. And it got hit with the COVID bubble something hard. And it only got one trailer. Remember, yeah, they yeah. just kept playing that one trailer. Yeah, one trailer. Uh, and uh, it got hit six six or seven pushbacks. Far out. Until it got given its January 6, 2022 release. Underneath Spider-Man. <laughs> so this is... Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so this So this is technically an old fuck. movie. This is why they have had to delay the next Kingsman movie. Uh, the third... Essentially the third one. Starts shooting in June. Exactly. Uh, which would be great. So... The King's Man, Jack, what's your relationship with the Kingsman and what did you think of The King's Man? Uh, the King's Man is the most perfectly okay movie. <laughs> We're ending on... I always say it's the worst thing a movie can be. I, I don't mean that. The worst thing a movie can be is shit. Yeah. But, you know, it's not particularly interesting to do a podcast about movies that are just fine. I didn't hate it. Like, I actually quite enjoyed my time with it. But tonally, it's a nightmare. It doesn't. It has no idea what it wants to be. <laughs> But it doesn't want to be a Kingsman movie until it wants to be a Kingsman movie. Yep. And then it's a Kingsman. I keep saying Kingsman. Kingsman movie. And, you know, there's it trails off in the middle into just something completely different. And, mm. and it's really hard to follow. Yep. It's really hard to follow. I don't know if that's because of tone or if it's just like firing along so quick or whatever. Yeah. And there's no jokes per se. There's some jokes. Yeah, not not a lot. Um, it's not very joke heavy. It lacks a villain. That uh, yeah, it lacks a villain. Um, that's a minor spoiler if you've seen the trailers. But yeah, it was. It's just such a weird movie to talk about because mm. I did like it and I had fun with it. And like Matthew Vaughn. <laughs> yep. Directs action really well. Yes. He has a fucking sick eye for action. Yes. And he has so much fun and he makes it fun for you to watch and be a part of and laugh along with. Like, even if it's not a direct joke, you are laughing because it's a spectacular thing you're seeing. Um, fucking great to see Ray Fiennes in the lead. Yeah. I love him as a leading man. I don't think I've ever seen him as a leading man. Not well, that obviously, he's done it because he's, he's a very He's done a lot. He's, he's a big British guy. But, but me personally, I haven't seen him. As, and he's great in it. Yep. He's fucking great in it. Not everyone is great in it. But yeah, just it's a weird movie and I'm ready to talk about it. All right. Um, <laughs> me, I I loved it. Um, I have issues with it, of course. Yeah. But um, uh, I've loved the, the first two Kingsmen both equally as much as the other. Uh, Matthew Vaughn, I've just developed as such an absolute love for how this guy directs a movie. Yeah. From Kick-Ass being what it was and being an absolute spectacle of a ridiculously stupid comic book action movie that was just utterly ridiculous. So different at the time. Like, so that, that violence, yeah. In the cast you had, you would, that that was Aaron Taylor Johnson's, like, big game. Breakout, to, yeah, that was his breakout. He was a nerdy-looking guy, and now you see him, he's playing the buff fucking mercenary in every single movie. Yeah. And he kills it. And as you say, he's in this as a soldier as well. Very briefly in this. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, but yes, yeah, so this one, uh, the, the story itself, yeah, it, it lacks bits here and there. Uh, it, it diverts itself a bit too much. Obviously this is an origin movie, Yeah. but in a sense, it's more of the origin before the origin. Yeah. 
because it's it sort of like... It sets up the origin. It briefly shows that him and Polly and um, Shola are starting to organise this little secret agency between themselves and they've yeah. got certain made spies in different embassies and that. Mm-hmm. But it's not defined as much yet until the last three minutes of the movie yeah. <laughs> where he goes, let's call ourselves the Kingsmen and we'll set up these people and that. Spoilers for that. Um, yeah. But everything before that is more of just a political war uh, is what this is. It's um, it's it's... It's it's like once upon a time in Hollywood. It's like revisionist history. It's yeah. like alternate history because there's real people and real <clears throat> events. Yeah, it's it's loose. There's yeah. some things that are uh, uh, accurate, yeah. but a lot of it's sort of like yeah. these it, people were around. It completely changes why World War One started. Uh, yeah, but it is set in World War One with yeah. like yeah, like Rasputin is a real bloke, yeah. which I didn't know. I thought he was like a. I thought it was like Zeus. I thought it uh-huh. was like a folklore tale. No. Turns out he's a real bloke. Turns out he's a real bloke. I had no idea. Yeah. Uh, but no, like, uh, the, the thing I have with Matthew Vaughn is just, as you said, the action is unequivocally some of the best directed action sequences that I've yeah. ever seen. It's fantastic. It's spectacular. In a lot of movies. Yeah. Like, he does really well to not cut around a sequence as much. Yeah. Like, if someone's going to throw a punch or take a kick, you'll see that whole bit and then it'll transition to a new cut yeah. at a different angle. And it's Not very, sort of like yeah. midway through the fight. It's very smooth and fluid it's too. It's smooth. And you it can looks, follow everything. and it, it, Like a lot of it's outlandish stuff as it always is, but that's the Matthew Vaughan feel is, is making it sort of accurate, but a lot of the time not. Yeah. Uh, I was mesmerized with their fight with Rasputin. That's the that's the standout whole, of the, movie. the 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 way that they got uh, like to be like a Russian dance fight. Yeah, uh, in the way that Rasputin was just sort of like having fun with it, but it just looked so mesmerizing. Yeah, yeah, that's a spectacular scene. And there's so many different camera shots that 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 Matthew Vaughn does. That's uh, just incredible to see. Like there's a whole like when <clears throat> when Kitchener's in the the boat and he's going over to Russia or wherever, and he's sitting in his cabin room and then it peers out through the window and the camera follows all the way along down into the water submarine yeah through the eyes of the shepherd and then bounces back all the way back through back to his stateroom yeah and it's all just like a one-shot thing obviously very heavily cgi'd in that yeah but yeah. it looks great and and he did that like one of the all-time best action scenes is the church scene from the first kingsman yeah like and that's all one take it's so that scene and and that's me that's gonna put that's going to put Matthew Vaughan's name in the history books forever because that's a yeah. truly incredible scene. And yeah, he definitely follow, like, he follows his own formula, but he tweaks it and he changes mm. it and he does new stuff with it. And so, yeah, the direction, fucking cinematography in this is fun. Kills it. It's really fun and it's nice to look at. And you know, you follow every hit. Mm. Like there's a, there's a sword fight at the end as well. Yeah. And you just know what's happening. You just yep. get it. And, that's and even though it's so in a dark room, it's so refreshing in action. Yeah. Like, like I go out on a limb, and I thought about this when I was watching it, and say that the action sequences in this movie outdo No Time to Die. Oh yeah! Oh god, yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah. This small little No Time to Die is bloated, and ugh. yeah, they go. We'll give you two, two big stunts. Yeah, that's just a stunt. It's not the sequence. It's just a stunt. Yeah. You go, Ooh, well, yeah. Cool. Neat. Cool. This that, that's is, what you do. You just go neat. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then under the next, not with these when you're given the like seven hours of that. This you're given like four different fights, and you yeah. go, I'm entranced in every single one of these right now. Yeah, because each one is different, but fucking kills it. 
just it's just incredible to see because action for me is just is that's that's like my core in movies is action yeah. and i love action yeah, sequences everything like that is just fucking brilliant to watch mm-hmm. and to find a guy like this who can do it so colorfully who can do it so fluently and make it look so fun to watch yeah. as well as it being brutal and violent in some instances as well yeah it's, it's, it's amazing it's exciting yeah it, it, the action sequences are really exciting mm. and they keep you absolutely hooked yeah yeah but then we get to the story of the whole movie, yeah. which is where it sort of falters on itself and it's where a lot of people are not on board with it and i it, can understand all the negative reviews were story based yeah all of them because it's long it's a long movie when you're hitting over the two hour mark yeah 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 you're getting a long movie and you kind of want that you that that shows you've got plenty of time to tell this story. You should be able to fill out every single point. Yeah. But it very distinctly splits itself. And to the point where I thought the movie was ending at a point where it was nowhere near ending. And I was like, oh, yeah. oh okay. Yeah. Uh, we're still going. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. And I looked on my watch and I'm going, oh, ooh, yeah. I have not been here this long. Mm-hmm. And um, it's weird because it is trying to set up the whole origin to the Kingsman. But as I said before, it's giving you the origin before the origin. Yeah, there, there's no... And it doesn't feel like that needs That's to what be I this. mean. That's what I mean. Like, it doesn't want to be a Kingsman, mm. Kingsman movie. Fuck me. Um, until it does, which is in the action sequences. Yeah. And you've got Ray Fiennes, this older distinguished actor, doing these mesmerizing fight scenes mm. that would have taken him forever to choreograph. Yeah, but, more than you know, He's doing it. That's the Kingsman bit. Is yep. It was Colin Firth, now it's... Ray of Fines. But all the rest of it is not really mentioned. Like, there's not a lot yeah. of... There's no spy gadgety stuff. Nothing. Nothing with that. It, and I know it's World War One. Like, they're joking about a parachute being a new thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah like, you're, you're, you're briefly getting the, the coming into the spy <laughs> shit when um, they're in their little secret compartment where before they start everything and they're like, uh, you know... What intelligence have you found here and there? And, yeah. you, and it go, it cuts to those countries and you see, you know, like the maid's got a teapot with a hearing device at the bottom of it. Yeah. Something like that. Because obviously the technology isn't going to be great to begin yeah. with anyway. But there's things there to get it started. Um, But again, like everything leading up to this is more or less, it's just a story of how does Ray Fine's character, Orlando Oxford, get to this point of wanting to start this secret agency, like what's the drive to it? Yeah. And he goes, I'm going to give you a two hour story as to why that needs to happen. But (laughs) that's not the story you sort of need. You can have that story in the first 15, 20 minutes. Yeah. And then it establishes the Kingsman and then you can start the early projects. Do Kingsman stuff. Yeah. Do the early projects of the Kingsman. Start up everyone who's the founders. And get them started off and do like a first mission. Yeah. And then that's your, that's your story. That's, yeah. your, that's your story of the Kingsman's uh, founding and creation. Yeah. And then, there, but there's like 35 to 40 minutes of this, which is just a World War One trench movie. And it's, and it's not done well. Yeah. Like, like for all I was saying about Matthew Vaughan's action direction, you can also say, okay, he doesn't know how to direct a World War One scene because that looked like fucking shit. Yeah. And it doesn't help that I just watched 1917. D- definitely not. Did not help definitely at all. Because you, you got given like a proper straight war Apples movie. and origins, like oranges, like fucking hell, night and day. Yeah. But yeah, the, the 
because it's a character that goes to World War One, and you don't care about the character. He he just exists to be a grief vessel, pretty much. Yeah. And then he goes off to war, and then the movie remembers that you like there's a character off at World War One. So they're yeah. like, oh fuck, we need to do something with him. So then you have this middle World War One sequence. All the reviews are about this sequence as well, mostly. Yeah. Because it just trails off into World well, War One. Well, yeah, because you're given. The whole thing is it's it's Ray Fiennes and then his son, um, Conrad, played by Harris Dickinson. And it's the whole uh, war-torn father-son. Father was in the war. He saw this. He killed. It's not what... Lost his humanity through killing. He's yeah, a pacifist now. Exactly. Yeah, there's all this shit. His son really wants to go and defend his country. He thinks that's the right thing to do. That's what you need to do. Yeah. Um, and it's the constant, no, I will not allow you. I don't give you my blessing. Nothing like that. Until the point where loopholes happen. He goes... And upon what the father expects will happen, happens. Yeah. Loses his son in war, doesn't fix anything. It sends him spiraling down into madness for a brief three minutes of the movie. Yeah. Um, the, the way Connor dies is interesting, but yeah, the whole stuff I, leading up to it, because it's, it's really unexpected. Yeah, Conrad's death, it, it shocked me and Brooke, because even Brooke, cause Brooke came and saw it with me as well. Yeah. And when that scene happened, she grabbed my arm and just looked at the screen like... Yeah. It's a very shocking moment. Yeah. But, you know, it's it's, it's shocking. in a scene that you don't really need. Yeah, it's a scene you don't really need, but it adds that that little kick of emotion to kickstart your heart to go, yeah. ooh, maybe. And a bit of motiv- bit more motivation for Bray Fiennes' character. Yeah. Just, okay. Right, to, really, get to really get back into the gear on it. But the way he shot that um, uh, Conrad's death was, uh, again, well shot. Yeah. Um, I love the way. It's very brief. Um, but when the, the Scottish guy, you know, looks at Conrad and he's holding the, the message from the Germans mm. and he instantly pulls up his gun and the camera moves with his gun to look at the badge and then he goes, fucking German spy. And then the camera pulls back with him and then the shot goes off straight to yeah. the head. Yeah. And then it's that slow motion roll mm. of just him falling back with the gunshot to the head. And it's just spectacular because it gives you so much time to go, what? the fuck yeah. actually just happened and like he survived a knife fight he got blown up by a landmine and stuff yeah. and he's just been fine so you're like okay he's the hero he's gonna Ray Fiennes is gonna die he's gonna start Kingsman or whatever yeah. but no he just gets shot in the head like just out of the blue yeah and that's the Matthew Vaughn thing he just yeah. goes yeah she's a character anyone can die yeah you know just subverting expectation like did that. it's Colin Firth in the first Kingsman movie yeah I just I really like that but I really did not like yeah, everything else surrounded and yeah, didn't fucking need to. And he's a character you but. don't particularly care. If it was Gemma Arterton's character, maybe yeah, because she gets a bit more play. Mm. Like, and she's clearly like a really good spy, and she's doing the code deciphering and stuff. Yeah, so her dying raises the stakes a little bit because yeah. you're losing such a good spy. Whereas Conrad's just like, ah, he's emotional baggage, yeah. isn't he? Yeah. <laughs> That's what you were here for. Yeah, pretty much. Fuck, it is what it is. But yeah, uh, good death scene. Yeah, good death scene. Um, so what do we think of Reese Ephens as Rasputin? Oh, the highlight of the movie. He, he is spectacularly funny. Brooke thought he was the dirtiest looking dude around yeah, the like, disgusting. And it is amazing. Disgusting. Like, uh, none, so nobody perfect. knew it was Reese Ephens for so long. And then it like came out in the casting and whatnot. And you're just like, holy yeah. shit. <laughs> so the, good. The fucking lizard. Like, and he huh? absolutely kills it because he is just he's such great. an utter grub in this movie. Yeah, oh, he's disgusting. To the way he makes out with the women and then just... Then there comes the one hilarity of the movie of, of when um, 
uh, Reese Evans. Uh, <laughs> 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 I'm confused with that. Ray Fiennes, um goes in to, to when they're going to kill Rasputin. Yeah. And uh, he's saying, I, I can heal your leg. Hmm. And then that whole sequence is just fucking nightmare material. Yeah. When he's making out with his leg, Too, and yeah. it's so creepy and it's so unbearable, but you just can't stop watching and laughing. One very distinguished actor being licked by another <laughs> very distinguished actor is very funny. It's a very funny. Yeah, scene, a couple of Brits having a lick. You know what it is, and just like him just grabbing the cake in the handful and just eating it down. Oh my! Projectile God. vomiting. Like it's just that's very like okay. Here's all the comedy in this one little bit. Yeah, and then yeah, and then Rasputin isn't the villain. At all. No. That's the problem. No, it's not. That's a big problem with this movie. That's a big problem because obviously we know that there's a sort of evil organization happening atop this massive mountain cliff that seems very uh, unethical to have it the way that they do. Yeah. Having one mangy lift get you there, which proves to be the problem by the end of it. Seems dangerous. Um, uh, the shepherd, who the whole time I thought was we were being misled to think that it was a double character play from... Whoever was playing Merlin in the first one, what's his name? Mark Strong. Yeah, yeah. Because it's a very it's same a guy, yeah. thick Scottish accent. Yeah, bold head. You go, and they're just doing like a like a throwaway thing here, where it's like he's just come back to voices, yeah. and it's like a descendant of him or something. Yeah, yeah. And then the reveal comes, and I'm like, ah. Yeah, and, it, and it's just like, I was who- like, but that's me. I built myself up. Yeah, for yeah. That. And when the reveal happens, it's supposed to be this big villain moment, and you're like. Wait, who is that? Uh, yeah. Because he's in the beginning. And then I think they know that because then they give you the flashback to see yeah. like where he was before. And you're like, oh, that guy. So if you didn't show that flashback, I genuinely wouldn't, wouldn't have remembered. And I thought like, and when he first revealed himself, I was like, is that Aaron Tyler Johnson? Like, yeah. Is it? Why did he? Why is he shorter? Because <laughs> Aaron Taylor Johnson is a very large yeah. man. Yeah, no, it's not him either. Yep. It's like okay, I don't care about this reveal at yeah. all. Nope, it's the shepherd uh, who's been shepherding all the uh, evil people to, you know, incite this war and yeah, you know, take out certain English high ups and <laughs> fail. Who cares? And then, <laughs> then it just turns into a, a really awesome fight anyway between him and oh yeah, it's a and great finds anyway. Great sword fight. Uh, it's a brilliant sword fight. There's some absolute again more brilliant camera work, camera work. Yeah, where the cameras are essentially attached to the swords. Yeah, and as they're transitioning, yeah, the, that little GoPro scene. Yeah, I'm just like, oh, it looks fucking so clean because it yeah. doesn't cut away too much, so it looks like perfectly CG'd into it. Yeah, and I'm like, ah, oh, this guy, man. Yeah, and there's that big dolly shot across the entire shed. Yeah, when he blows him through the wall. he blows him through the door. I love that. That's a very nice shot. Because it goes from a dark shed to perfect sunlight and just the in-between and it just looks brilliant. And the stuntman hits his head so hard. Very, very hard. If you're going to watch this movie, watch for that scene and watch how hard the stuntman hits his head. You will appreciate stuntman I don't think he was supposed to hit his head that hard. Probably not. I I think the fall just went a little bit wrong because he like whiplashes his head. And I was... (laughs) But he got the shot. (laughs) I was like, oh my God. But he got the shot. So that's all that really matters. It made the movie. Exactly. If you're going to gravely injure yourself, you want it to be in the movie. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so yeah, you get a, a, a big fight with your apparent now big bad who yeah. dies anyway. Yeah, uh, proving again that there's sort of no real threat to this whole movie. The war is essentially done. 
Well, not no. done, but it's it's yeah, it's, it's like gone the way that they want it to go. The post credit stinger with Hitler and Lenin. You actually saw that? Yeah. Well. <laughs> or did you uh, just look it up? We did the uh, I we I did the DVD service for this movie. Okay. I, I utilized our PO box so I could fast forward and <laughs> yeah, and I saw that because Daniel Brühl's barely in it, and I was yeah. just like, why is Daniel like he's just being Baron von Zemo? Yeah, exactly. And then at the end, he's there to set up whatever's happening next or whatever. It's more or less just to introduce that. Uh, uh, the war continues because here is our new reign to the throne. It's it's Adolf Hitler. Yes, and it's more or less it, more more than anything. It's just it's just a, a bit more of last minute comedy from Matthew Vaughn yeah. to go. It's it's, it's Hitler. Yeah, ah, yeah, it's yeah. real world stuff. <laughs> <laughs> He's a bad guy, you know. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. So, but otherwise, the end of the movie just sets up. Ray finds uh, buys the Kingsman tailor shop. Yeah. To which we find this will be the. You know the port of call for Kingsman. Yeah, we are the founding members. Main hub, Arthur, your Lancelot, everyone else, Galahad, mm-hmm. Merlin, and all that. Yep. Which at that last scene gives us the origin to the Kingsman. Yeah, just very quickly, just like here it is. Yeah, and you go. That's that's not what I was expecting. But, nah, but you got something from it anyway. So yeah. basically, you're gonna get. Uh, we know that we're getting the third Kingsman movie to to tie up um, Taron Egerton's run. In this, as along uh, as well with Colin Firth, mm-hmm. um, to finish up his trilogy, whether or not we get another prequel based on those mid credits, who knows? It could just be a bit of fun. It's a franchise at this point, so they can do. I'd like really to see Daniel Brühl do a bit more in it as well, because yeah, he's incredible. It's a big bad German. That's it's yeah, all he plays. That's what he does. <laughs> he's Germans. That's what he does. He's really good at it. So whatever we get from there, cool. The I'm, I'm anticipating the third. Most of the Reddit discourse was everyone thought the shepherd was Mike Myers because it sounds kind of like Mike Myers. And okay, yeah, yeah no, nah, saying that now, I'm, and, I'm thinking back. I can and I it would be a that. very funny Matthew Vaughn thing to do to it, have <laughs> the bad guy be Mike Myers. So that's very funny. Yeah, but then realizing that he can't do any action scenes, you go, yeah, maybe yeah. not. <laughs> maybe not on that. But one. We didn't know there was going to be an action scene, so yeah. the whole time like, people were thinking it was Mike Myers. <laughs> would have been a would have been a very different movie had that been <laughs> the, the, the kicker to that one there. Um, but yeah, the Kingsman. It's uh, as you said, it's a perfectly okay movie. It's just fine. Like it, it you you're not wasting your time watching it. But no, no. If you've, if you've some seen, weird choices, if you've seen the Kingsman, it's uh, you'll understand more about it. But as, as it is, don't expect it to give you a lot more tell into the beginning of the no, Kingsman. No, no. This is more of a not much of an origin. This is more of a Ray finds becoming uh, who yeah. he is to start the Kingsman. Yeah. If anything on that, uh, but town cinemas, go see it if you want to see it while you can before everything gets shut down again. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, perfectly fine movie. And that's Jack's final movie input. Yeah, would have been nice if it was a shit one, but <laughs> it would have fit the bill so it, much. It better. would have been perfect. Yeah. And after I saw this, I was like, "Ooh, maybe this this will be the shit one for him." Nah, that was alright. But when I saw some of the action, I was like, "Nah, I think yeah. it might redeem him." He might. If we did that, Resident yeah. Evil, maybe. But yeah, (laughs) Kingsman was pretty all right, and I had a good time with it. That's good. That's what we like to hear. I think. All right. So let's round out this penultimate episode with some last minute questions from our favorite girls of the show. And thank you for sending these in. (laughs) Um, 
So your last chance to do it until you come. Well, ask some live ones in the live stream anyway. That'll yeah, be a good yeah, one yeah, for yeah. everyone. So come and interact while we get drunk and cry about mm-hmm. it. Uh, all right, let's start with Chelsea. Uh, what are three things that you will take away from this experience? Uh, I'll never watch a movie again. Um, every movie is bad. And yeah, Sonic was pretty good. <laughs> Something was much better than I thought it was going to be. That's going on your grave. And it wasn't even that it was surprising. It was that it was a genuinely good movie. They're my three. <laughs> uh, can we, we expect anything else from Jack's answers here. What am I going to take away from it? Oh, I'm doing one less <laughs> thing a week. <laughs> Adam does all the work. <laughs> yeah, Adam did everything. Adam has here. been doing everything. I didn't do shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. They're good takeaways. As long as you took away Sonic, um, Brooke. Brooke asks Jack, "Are you sure you want to leave?" Yes. <laughs> Jack, are you very sure? Yes. Uh, Jack, when is Adam going to finally see your dick? Uh, I don't know, man. I don't know. You said you were going to flash me a photo on the I stream. I did say I was going to do it on the stream, but I don't know. <laughs> well, you just we'll whip see, it out now. See how I'm feeling. I'm not going to whip it out now. We'll see how I'm feeling in the moment. All right. All right. Uh, let's finish up with the lists. Uh, worst movie you've watched for the pod? Ooh, there are some contenders yeah. for this. Oh man, fuck! We've done so many. We've done There's so many shoot ones. Like that Follow Me movie. Follow Me was, was uh, real nah, bad. See, look, there's the one. The one me and Jacob did, Ascendant. Oh was yeah, another fucking level of I'm bad. So glad we didn't. I didn't do that. Ah. Uh, what was some of the? It was an early one we yeah, did. Yeah, I'm thinking of early fucking ones. Fucking sucked. I'm gonna go through. Bring up, yeah, bring up, bring up the list. <laughs> um, but definitely that ascendant one. Uh, I hate uh, that. I just subject Shadow, to Shadow in one. the Cloud was no good. Shadow in the yeah, but it's still not the worst that we've done. There's been some for me. For me personally, it's Halloween Kills because I was just so insulted. Yeah, by Halloween that movie. Kills was a fucking was a uh, war and a half. Yeah. Um, like Bloodshot was bad, but it wasn't like it, insulting. It, yeah, Bloodshot was Bloodshot. Bloodshot was just Bloodshot. It did what it wanted to do. It was the thing. It was Vin Diesel doing fucking anti-hero yeah. shit. So this is like so much of this is like oh there were no cinemas because we're doing like, yeah Jurassic World <laughs> yeah we'll just get into this one. yeah we're just like yeah, yeah Follow yeah. Me was real bad. Yep, Follow Me was in there. Um, oh, New Mutants. Remember New Mutants came out after ten years. I keep saying that at JB Hype. I'm going. I know I collect things, but I, I can't bring myself. Sure. I think it was like $9 on Blu-ray and I still went, nah. Hubie Halloween was a bad movie, but we did the episode with Shepo and that was really was fun. Episode. That was really fun. <laughs> so like, you know, it's not that still bad. It wasn't terrible. Um, what was the comeback trail? Comeback trail. That was the one with all the old cunts. De Niro, Freeman... Zach, uh, oh, the Zach Braff one. The Zach Braff oh, one, yeah. where it was really, really boring. Yeah. Like, it wasn't bad. It was just flat boring. Yeah, I remember that. Uh, Good Surprises was the Sisters Brothers. Yes. And The Dry. Both yes. of those, like, a couple of weeks in succession, like, fucking a. blew us away. You saw Monster Hunter. <laughs> yeah, that was that was a thing that happened as well. Not great. <laughs> oh, I hated Wrong Turn. You, you were a bit warmer than I was. I was on the fence on yeah. Wrong Turn. I, I didn't absolutely hate that Fuck movie. Fuck me, I hated Wrong uh, Turn. Fucking uh, Infinite. Yes. The Mark Wahlberg <laughs> Infinite was recently. not very good. That fucking sucks. Synchronic was disappointing, but I still had a bit of fun Synchronic with it. Synchronic was, yeah, it was just a trip. I had a bit of fun with it. No, it wasn't the worst thing we've Wonder seen. Wonder Woman 84 was really bad. Yeah, that, that, 
Yeah, that that did its thing. Uh, Pedro Pascal is anything to save that movie in a way. Oh, dude, remember Nobody? Nobody was so good. Oh, The Unholy with Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Whoa. Oh, that, that might be worse than Halloween Kills. Ooh, that might be there, worse man. than Halloween Kills. That's up there. That was dreadful. I paid money I, you know to what? I would, No, I'd watch Halloween Kills over The Unholy. I would watch Halloween Kills. If someone put both of them in front of me, I'm taking Halloween At Kills. At least Halloween bed. Kills was funny bad. And it had kills. And it had something in it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you could appreciate something. Oh, that was a shocking movie. Yeah, and then they all just get like kind of good, except The Conjuring it 3. They had an okay run. Conjuring 3 was really bad, but Brooke liked it. Yeah, but that's... She's weird like that, though. <laughs> that's the uh, thing. Yeah, they're all just kind of fine. And then we're just in lockdown again. <laughs> like we did Spree and Becky on our return. They were yeah, both they fine. Were, Spree wasn't anything to fucking throw stones at, but you know. The the half of Jungle Cruise I watched was pretty all right. Yeah, Jungle Cruise was, was fine. It was the thing. Again, Suicide Squad, that was really good. Talk about fucking. I might even buy that. That's how much I enjoyed I The Suicide Squad. Bought it the other day. It's a good movie. Oh, my son. Check out the awards show whenever we do it. Mm, that'll, be my the, son, that'll be on the live stream. My son will get a mention. I hate it old, but it was funny. You know, <laughs> it sucked, like, but yeah. you know, it's Shyamalan. You, you just got to laugh at Shyamalan sometimes. Yeah. I you? hated Shang-Chi, but I'm the only person who did. Yep. We're the only people on earth who liked Eternals. Yeah. Yeah, and then we're they're all just critics. like, yeah, they're all pretty good. So, do we comfortably say the unholy? I would, yeah. I'm, it has to be the unholy. I think the unholy That's is the one to go dreadful. with. Um, and, all right. Uh, a gem you discovered through the pod that you otherwise wouldn't have watched. Yeah. The Sisters Brothers, The Dry. Fucking so much. Like, my, my I'd be son. Saying, uh, yeah, my son's a big one. Um, Promising Young Woman. Oh, mate. mate. I never would have watched that had, had, had no one brought that to my attention. Yeah. And I'm it's so just glad. So not what anyone. I just it was bought that be. as well. Fuck the DVD went, I, I need that one yeah. in the collection. That's an incredible movie. Uh, yeah, the dryer would never have seen <laughs> at no. all. Yeah, had it not been for the pod. Um, yeah, that's the one good thing is that it, it sort of because it forced me out to go see these movies. Yeah, it's sort of like ah, oh. like I've seen a lot more movies from doing from the last two years. Than I, I would have if we weren't doing this podcast. Yeah. Like the harder they fall as well. The that's, harder they fall. That's bro. That's that. That's up there again. Near, near watch my the award shows. Near, man. Watch the awards get show because that, that will get a mention. <laughs> that is up there. Uh, the most fun episode. Ooh, that's a good question. The ones with Brooke were really genuinely fun. Yeah, Brooke brings in some uh, some good fun, some good it's laughs. Sh- it's so loose and just. Really fun. Uh, Brooke's a good vessel for fun. Halloween was fun <laughs> because we get to dress up. <laughs> that was <laughs> but very funny. But I tell you funny. what, the fake spiderweb that I put up behind me, fuck me. Yeah, I can't imagine that, that was fun to take down. That was a nightmare getting down. Yeah, like it looked great. looked amazing. It looked so good, but fuck me. Yeah. What a bit of work. Um, hey, no, nah, Brooke, Brooke had some good fun. Uh, Shepo was fun to have as well. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think they're the funnest. Yeah, the and no way home, obviously, because we were just like no way home. Yeah, two no way excitable home. gibbons just bouncing off the walls. Like that was a lot <sighs> of fun. Longest review that you'll ever fucking hear from a anyone, lot of man. Fun. Uh, mention three movies the other one hates. Oh shit! I don't remember what you hated. <laughs> There's not much. It's very rare that we agreed. <laughs> <laughs> There's not much. You hated Halloween. 
You hated you. You hated Shadow in the Cloud. Yeah, I hated it. Yeah, I hated it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I hated it. It Did you hate Antebellum, or did you just go that was disappointing? Antebellum was just disappointing. Ah, Okay, it had moments. I really liked it, but it was just not what I expected. It had moments for me, but I otherwise probably wouldn't watch it again. Yeah. But I didn't hate it. I, I liked what it sort of stood for. And there were certain parts I was like, that's really cool. Yeah. But as a whole, not something that I can really, you know, appreciate entirely. Yeah. Um, so if you're Shang-Chi. I fucking hated just Shang-Chi. I don't understand. I'm the only person on earth who hated it. Um, What else did you fucking hate? <laughs> There's fucking so much, but I just can't think of... I hate that you didn't get to watch Boss Level. Yeah, it's on Netflix now. Yeah. As well. You really need to watch that. Yeah, I will. Because I feel like that's a movie that's going to surprise you as well. Yeah. Because it surprised me a hell of a lot. Yeah. Because I was expecting that to be one of our... <laughs> one of the stinkers. Fuck this movie. This yeah. sucks. But I was like, oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> this is incredible. Oh, Tenet. Both, Ten- of, oh, us. Tenet. <laughs> both of us. Big tenant energy. Yeah. Watch our award show again because that's just going to be my biggest disappointment. <laughs> yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. Fuck, I hated tenant. Uh, a movie the other needs to watch. Adam, yours is the Green Mile. Do you need to watch? Yeah, the Green Mile. Do I need to watch the Green Mile? Yeah, it's very I good. Know, I feel like it's just cult like status now. If you don't cry at movies, you'll probably cry at that movie. It's a very cryy movie. Yeah. Well, I mean, I just watched the Dexter finale for the new season. And- <laughs> um. It's recency bias, but you will love 1917. Yeah. You will get so much out of it. I love war movies. They are. And you like good looking movies. It's one of the best looking movies. Yeah. So, yeah, you will love that. Uh, You haven't watched Train to Busan yet? I still haven't. I still haven't. I need to watch that. You need to watch Train to Busan without a doubt. Um, Don't worry about the sequel, Peninsula. Or the American remake that's coming. (laughs) Yeah, we don't need to talk. Well, mm, you might. (laughs) I will. Purely because of Timo Tajiatarano that's directing yeah. it. Yeah. Um, which could be okay because he is coming sort of from that side of the culture. Yeah. And bringing it over. So possibly. There will be maybe, an understanding at least. There'll be something in there I reckon I could sink my teeth into. Yeah. Um, it's not as much of a you have to watch, but I want you to watch Feast. Yeah. You mentioned Feast a lot. I mentioned it a lot because I'm the only person on earth that one owns all three on DVD. That, yeah, that's an incredible feat. <laughs> and also has watched all three of them yeah. multiple times and yeah. can comfortably say, I enjoy those movies for what they fucking are. And they are fucking terrible. Yeah, y'all guys need to watch that as well. <laughs> uh <laughs> not a ringing endorsement, I'll be honest. No, no, no. Exactly not. Um Jack, how much do you love Adam? A lot. A lot. It's hard to put it into words, but I, I have a great deal of respect and admiration for you. A lot of love for you. Um, I, I owe you a lot, lot, but... Nah, you don't owe me anything. Yeah. A lot. <laughs> and I love Jack too a He's lot. He's right. Yeah. Uh, to which he then follows up with, Adam, what movie star would you replace Jack with? Oh, that's a good question. So, who do you want and who do you think you could get? Answer twice. <laughs> oh, fuck. Answer two. Who I, I want to know. There's a, a who do you think you could in, get in, in Hollywood? The, is called yeah. their agent. Yeah, yeah. Uh, is Paul Rudd uh, okay to Just come film a podcast in Australia? Chuck him in the email, CC. <laughs> Actually, yeah, Paul Rudd. Yeah, I'd like to replace you with Paul Rudd. Okay. Just because Paul Rudd is systematically one of the greatest humans on earth. 
Is he a movie guy, do you know? I don't think anyone in Hollywood is a movie guy. Edgar Wright is a very big movie guy. Yeah, but is he an actor, though? No, that's true. Mm. Well, he what? No. <laughs> Fun, no, he's not. He's a quality director and writer. <laughs> true. But he ain't no actor. No. So, a little bit different there. But I reckon The Rudd could be a good fun... <gasps> excuse me, to um, conversing with a movie. If he, uh, Maybe Michael Cera, if you want some weird humour. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That'd weird be, deadpan humour. That'd be a good, awkward episode. Yeah. Um, who else would be good? Uh, and Jason Sudeikis. He'd be a lot of fun as well. Yeah, the Suds would be fun. Basically, anyone from SNL would really fucking Pretty work. much, yeah. Anyone who's a comedy person, really. Yeah. Keenan Thompson would be fun. Yeah. And I'd just say, do it. Do an SNL skit. <laughs> do Keenan and Kel. Just do all your best bits. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Give me the best of. Uh, but I, I think at the top would be Paul Rudd. Okay. I reckon I could get him too. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> Fucking. I don't know. Wait now until you try. Yeah, exactly right. I'll, I'll send it out. <laughs> I'll, I'll, let, I'll let season five kick and I'll be like, yeah, yeah you know what's happening in Australia. <laughs> the, cr- the cranky cunt's gone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you don't need to be deterred by him. Yeah, there'll be some thicker lights in this room. It's Jack Leaves. <laughs> I'm going to replace your chair with a fucking tripod light. Honestly. Uh, if you woke up in each other's body for a day, what tattoo would you get and would you have a wank? I'd, I don't know if I'd have a wank. I'd a suss wank, out what's going uh, nah, on. A wank is straight up on the board. <laughs> I'm wanking that dick. Well, it'd be extremely quick, so you wouldn't <laughs> lose too much of your day. <laughs> That's a plus uh, for one. Tattoo. I would, yeah, I would just get the Steve Oh, your, your back's already tattooed. Mm, yeah, I would get the Steve bit of my face. <laughs> just down, <laughs> your, down your front, I guess. Your back's oh. already all done up. Um, um, I'd give you a really nice Southern Cross on the chest. Oh. <laughs> oh. Even just hearing that made me recoil in <laughs> horror. Know, for a bit of touch, the insides of the stars will be the colors of the Australian flag. Beautiful. Just that. And it's like ripped away at my oh, yeah, skin. Yeah, a little bit of the rip as well. Because it's under my skin. It's my flesh and blood. Oh, Say oh, lovey, such is life. And then I'll give, the, uh, give you the uh, insert VB here. Yeah. Around here. Yeah. Did you see that one on TikTok that was your throat here? And the guy was clearly had never touched a boob in his life. And I was just like, mate. Yeah. Was like, I don't think you mate. would know what to do in that scenario. Ugh. Ugh. Anyway. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I would just get... Uh, it would be me. It would 100% be me tattooed on you. Because I just fucking love myself. So. I would get it done now, anyway. Yeah, that's fair. If anyone knows anything about me, I'm not afraid to tattoo something <laughs> on my body. Uh, fuck, Mary kill. Ethan Hawke, Willem Dafoe, and Benedict Catch My Cum. Ah, <sighs> oh, jeez. That's tough. Mm-mm-mm. Ethan Hawke is very good looking. I think he would be a nurturing lover. <laughs> I think he I think he would yeah. care about your needs. Yeah. He doesn't seem to have a lot of ego, does Ethan Hawke? So I think I, I would know. fuck Ethan. I don't know Hawke. how much of like how much of his personal like mm. how good he is as a person. Yeah, I'm gonna stick with that. I'm gonna marry Willem Dafoe so I could just ask him questions all day every day about <laughs> movies and his <laughs> movies and himself because I'm yeah. just so in love with that man. And I guess that's just by default. I don't want to kill Brimplestop or Crumblewombie, but <laughs> I guess just by default, I have to kill him. Because um, he's not a good-looking man. I'm sorry. Uh, mm. <sighs> yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know. It seems like he's just that that upper echelon of Brit. 
where I don't know because he does. He's such a funny cunt in the Marvel press and all that. So it's not. Like oh, he's a fantastic human. It's being. not like he seems like he's a bad guy. No, not at all. Realm. It's purely by default. I don't want to. I don't want to kill him. I don't want to kill him. I'm gonna fuck Benedict Crumbledonk. Okay. I'm gonna marry Willem. I'm gonna kill Ethan. Sorry, Ethan. Sorry, Org man. Got to do more. At least one of us will fuck you. <laughs> Might not be the one you want, but you're getting something. Hey. Your <laughs> Come on, mate. <laughs> Uh, and finally, she briefly just wants to touch out with going to miss listening to you together. <laughs> That's Thanks. nice. We still will miss 200. getting your questions. But- 100 other episodes. But yes, uh, thank you for being a part of it. Um, she was a very big part of it. Alyssa, a massive part. Alyssa really salvaged some shit episodes. Yeah, I think I've I think I've been able to sign her down to a contract to stick around. Honestly, like she's just part of the show <laughs> at this point because It'd be part of another hundred. There are some episodes where we've messaged her directly and just like, can you just yeah, be like, we put the post up seven hours ago and you've yeah. not said anything. And also, like the movie is gonna be an eight minute discussion, so please yeah. pat it out. And she always pulled through. So thank you, Alyssa. always pull through. You thank and you very Brooke much, as well. Alyssa. Brooke, you also helped Brooke. out. And immensely Very when you good. need to yeah absolutely everyone who's contributed thank you everyone thank you everyone. so much the question section really took on a life of the same didn't it, it? really did originally just, it was just sort of like a, we put it in as a joke because we didn't have many listeners at the time yeah and then we were like oh we wanted a, a bit more of us a bit more personality yeah and then it just took on this fucking weird yeah, sexual it life really of its own. snowballed and then something. there was that period in the middle where people were like asking advice and like and it got really deep and we talked yeah, we're about just like, like huh talked about our failures as adults or like yeah. our regrets and stuff. I was like, oh, that's deep and dark and weird. Yeah. And then it came back with Alyssa just being like, would you rather have a hand for a foot or whatever? Exactly. <laughs> really brought it back it really, full circle. The, the arc of the question section is really impressive. <laughs> We're much like the yes, Spider-Man thank you trilogies. very much to everyone who contributed to the questions. Yes, it's you've all been godsend to us. Clearly the best fucking part. It's so fun. Yeah. Yeah, getting deep with those. Better than movies. Talking movies. the shit. Yeah. Yeah, it's in some moments <laughs> I look more forward to the questions than anything. Um, so, yeah, th- thanks for all for sending all those in and helping uh, both me and Jack out to fill out these episodes. Granted, they're, they're always a long one, uh, which is something you won't need to look forward to in the future because they will be half this length. You never know. Come something season five. Come along and- but guest appearances will make a much more meatier episode. Guaranteed the Batman, I will be here. Guaranteed. Yep, that is a guarantee. But yeah, there's some, some more guaranteed Doctor Strange if it comes out. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, Brooke will make many more appearances Absolutely. as well. Um, uh, hopefully, I can con Alyssa in. You will get, a, get her stretch. one day, I reckon. It's You'll a get a big one stretch, day. but I reckon I can, I can nab her. Um, anyone else, if you're listening and you want to come on the show Email as well, in. just let me know and I'll happily invite you onto the couch to talk about a movie. If there's something you want to see that you go, fuck, I want to talk about someone. I'll be here for that. Yeah. And Jack will be here to listen to you about that. <laughs> I'll, be, I'll be on the tubes, mate. I'll be That's listening. It. I'll be watching. Exactly. So, with that, guys, thank you for listening to this episode of the Like That podcast. Uh, we are available uh, everywhere. Um, granted, right. in a few weeks, it'll be taking its own different shape and form, but it'll still be found in all of those places. It's not going anywhere new. It's just going to be revamped. You've already got the hosting site. Why would you... Why would you completely rebrand? I can't. I can't. <laughs> I'm not. Get, I'm not redoing the numbers on it. Nah. Done too much work on this one. Yeah, here, so it's absolutely. sticking around. Uh, it would just be weird to ruin the legacy of the pod. <laughs> but yeah. find me everywhere. Find Jack somewhere. 
Don't uh, come and find me. <laughs> don't come and find me. I don't want to be found. <laughs> um, live stream episode for episode 100 will be at some point in the next week or so. Once we lock we should that know, in. Yeah, we should know by Tuesday morning. We yep. should have a date for you. So, keep yep. an eye on Instagram. Uh, as I said, hopefully either a Friday, Saturday or Sunday. Hopefully it's the weekend, yeah. Hopefully, yeah. We don't uh, know one of the that. dates will be good. Uh, but whatever date it works, we hope that you will join us in that one there. As I said, it is the, <coughs> uh, that is the official end of Jack's run in the podcast. That is That's it. 100 episodes in the bag plus the 40-odd extras. Plus the mini bonuses spread through. Not Give that. or take 150. All the solo stuff, yeah. All the solo stuff. We'll make it 150. Award show for 2021. Our winners, our losers, our funny moments. Anything we can think of. Um, we'll have a few bevies. Coming with some live questions as well. Talk with us on the fly. We'll always be uh, communicating throughout the episode. And it'll just be a very, very fun time. It'll so be a party. Until <laughs> that happens for episode 100... For the last time, you've been joined with me. My name is Adam. I am one half you like that podcast. And after I do my sign-off, you'll be the only half. That's correct. <laughs> Except for guests and stuff. Exactly. Keep watching. Um, my name is Jack. I have been and will no longer be the other half of the you like that podcast. Thanks all for listening, guys. We'll see you on the live stream. <laughs> <laughs>